You are now listening to the Poor Horseman Podcast. But pouring up is a lifestyle. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Poor Horseman. Also subscribe to Apple and our Spotify podcast, The Poor Horseman. Let's get it. Crack in the kitchen, the raws on the mission. Break the bars out, screens in my expedition. Screens in my lack, yup, my trunk crack. Break the bars off, it's like this and like that. Uh, one, two, three. This is a special episode of the Four Horsemen Podcast. For those of you who don't know us, um, my name is LP. Uh, we got JC. We got Tanisha. We also have Dumb. <laughs> we already started. We got Big Shoshi, aka JC, aka Magnifico, aka. Nah, that's it. That's it. You ain't got no more game. And we and we have our um, special guest host uh, for tonight. So we'll let y'all introduce yourselves, of course, and then we'll get right into it. Hi, what's going on, everybody? I'm Frank Mills, CEO of Pretty Fly Society. What's up, y'all? I'm Angelo Diaz. I be chilling and shit. You be chilling and shit. Yeah, nah, nah. So when, now we've been building with them for a while, actually. We did a podcast back when, like in May. Yeah. yeah, April and May. So we had an opportunity to build together. So today we put together something for you all um, in this live format. So we appreciate y'all attention and, and we'll get right into it. But for those of you who haven't listened before to Poor Horsemen, we record um, here in Houston. We release episodes every Monday. So we talk everything from sports, pop culture, um, you know, interesting shit that y'all may want to listen to. But then we also do film reviews where we take old films and put our spin on it for 2021. Our most recent one we did was was he got game? We've also done what else? What, what other movies have we done? Minutes of Society, a little bit of everything. So, um, if y'all like what y'all hear today, we hope that you go follow us on the Poor Horseman on Instagram, YouTube, as well as Twitter, and, and we think you'll be entertained. So, um, before we do that, let's get right into it. So, um, Frank and Angela, welcome back to Houston, brothers. How y'all been doing, man? Hey, man, feel good to be back. Be good to be back. I know. Uh, let's talk about the events for the week real quick before we get into the interview officially. So, kind of tell everybody what's going on. Before we get drunk, yeah, I know we can't we can't get too drunk. We got we got our drunk. Uh, facilitator in the back. Hey. She's gonna get us set up here in a moment. But let's just get into the events for the week. Who wanna get us started kind of talking about what's going on this weekend? Alright, uh again thanks everybody for coming out. Thanks to the four horse for podcast for rocking with us again. Uh this is genuine up here. So for y'all that know the four horsemen don't know us, this ain't cap. This came together organically. We met them, we built a real vibe with them and we want to do it again. Uh, but what we really bring in to, uh, to, to Houston uh, is an opportunity at Common Ground Network. And basically in the fashion world, there's really an opportunity for business trade for you all as creatives, podcasters, so on and so forth. But every because everybody got their own brand, you sort of stand off on your own sector. So what we're trying to do with Fashion Week is actually bring you all together and show you how the trade actually works. Show how the models get paid by the designers, how the why the designers are supposed to pay the models, pertaining on what's taking place, uh, the, the, the reason for a buyer, the difference between a designer and a merchandiser, like actually giving you all game versus what you think is taking place. So we're bringing that to this city uh, because y'all are some good people, some good genuine people, or somebody bring y'all some real shit. Uh, and with us being in the Atlanta market where there's tons of cat, uh, and after what we just did the past two years, we think this is the best place to bring it. So. No doubt, no doubt. So um, anything you want to drop? Go ahead. Uh, Houston, very showing love, though. I just want to be clear. Pretty fast society, man. We've been, it's dope. 
uh, much gratitude and appreciation for the point we are now where we can help put things together like the Goran Brothers and the St. Kofa Athletics and different artists and it can be this conglomerate of energy. But we have been doing this, we were talking about this before we started rolling. We did this our first fashion show. I, I actually couldn't make it when I was on set doing something. But it was like 20, no, this is before actually, 2013, 2014, like 12 people showed up on campus of Savannah State University for one of our first fashion shows. So to go from 12 people to where we are now, it's just been a beautiful grind and it shows that what we stand for is all about inclusion, diversity, disruption, you know what I'm saying? And the fashion industry is definitely something that needs that. So tonight is all about, uh, it's called the Royal Crown Pop-Up. We're pairing Goran Brothers with other designers and artists along with Aloft by the Galleria, shout out to y'all for the beautiful hospitality, along with partner to the school, and that's how we cross-network the momentum. That's how we pull off some Robin Hood shit, you know what I mean? So tomorrow night is media day. There'll be more of this, more of the bright lights, more of the exposure. Because when we come to a market, we try to show them it's worth your energy to invest into this. Because it'd be a lot of cap as creatives. We, we experience a lot of cap when we pour energy into projects that are unpaid or for exposure, and we don't never get the exposure <laughs> that we promised for. So this is to show everybody, before we ask you to model, before we ask you to do anything, it kind of remind me of like, on the street where you got cats hustling their music, and they try to offer you a CD, and, then, and you'd be like, oh, sure, what's up? To be like, all right, $10. Like, bro, I never heard your stuff before. We might have a few people in here tonight that want to drop some CDs, you know what I'm saying? So I I I'm waiting to hear a few of these bars that we got in here tonight, too, but go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, but nah, it's just akin to, as opposed to charging somebody for a CD, it's like, oh, come listen to it for free, and come see what we about, see what we got to offer you, and then see if you want to be a part of it. So that's tomorrow night. Sunday is a model call at Palm Mitchell School, just trying to recruit and cast so, go ahead, Phil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like all that shit you were just talking about. That, that, that's a good thing. The Don But what I want to hear about is this movie that's coming out Wednesday. Uh, my lady, uh, she in the house right now. She uh, sent me a message and said, yo, I got to take this movie out. I said, hey, man, listen, I know one of the stars in the movie, man. You know what I'm saying? But, Tell us, remind the people again about the movie, where it came from, where it originated. So Zola, um, it's a movie that's based on a Twitter storm thread story that went viral way back in like 2015, back when Storytime was popping on Twitter. And it just went crazy and people, different people tried to pick it up and make it a movie. They did, we shot that joint 2019. It went to Sundance last year, it went crazy. It was meant for the theaters last year, but pandemic happened, so you had to adjust. I just feel like it's gonna be a moment, like an event for the culture. Like we had nothing to dress up and go to the movies about and rally about and laugh about, you know what I mean? So, and this one of the joints, it's like a hangover, Odyssey situation, like it's insane. You know what I'm saying? For real. I think it's gonna have that impact. Like you remember when Get Out came out and then nobody knew what it was initially, but you got, it was like a word of mouth thing and like people started going to the movies weeks and weeks after. Like that's like, like, yeah, like Project, like Project, 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 uh, uh, our form of just going yeah, to the project and seeing that my shit. If y'all get that type of, uh, like, you know, word of mouth, then that shit gonna skyrocket. I think that shit was live. I think, bro, the, uh, like Project X, like the party, like the, the yeah. fact that it can happen to you in real life, in real life is why I think Zola gonna have so relatable, yeah. and, and that's why everybody really kind of yeah. fucking angle 
I mean, uh, what was it? It was called Hangover. Hangover, yeah. Yeah. A lot of that shit wasn't like, okay, ain't nobody just gonna be that much in debt and somebody just smart as hell can make blackjack, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> None of that shit was labeled, but a party where a little kid tames a grown man or fight a grown man. Very We've popular. seen that shit. Yes. I was one of them. I fought a grown man before as a, a kid. So that, that was, you know, let's tell us about this fight real quick. So, you fought a grown man. How, how did you get your ass beat? <laughs> But I, nah, let's, let's, let's get right into the beating that you took. No, that is the the, the win. I landed the lick. Nah, that ain't a win. So also for those of you who are team, those of you that don't know, um, our castmates, we've been supposed to fight multiple times. And since there's a lot of space in here now, him talking about fighting grown men, we might just do it tonight. You know, as we as we get this so, all, you know, that's, like. that, that's that alcohol in the boot. <laughs> I am the boot cut assassin, also, if y'all don't know. Like, they ain't uh, in a while. I ain't them in a while, so I had to pull them out tonight and be clean and ready for action. But, so I want to get right into some other projects that you got going on also. Obviously, you got Zola, but you also just released a song also. So can you talk about that and let us know where your music is going and all those details as well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Bottles and Boca, uh, it's been doing dope, man. The response has been great. It was something I was hesitant jumping into at the beginning. But uh, once I jumped in, I was just addicted. I was like, now nah, I want to know more about this storytelling format with respect to that craft without coming off as corny or cheesy or anything. Um, and giving the people a good time. Because a lot of times as artists, I feel people like we want to say things, we want to talk about what's going on in the country, we want to address stuff. But coming out the gate, everybody trying to hear all that educated. No I mean, they want to no be entertained. They want to turn up a little bit. So that's what Bottles and Boca is about. So, so, so in the Bottles and Boca, we had to talk the last time we were Why you didn't call me on there, baby? <laughs> I should have called Mr. Big Corbin yeah, himself, you man. Know, Big Corbin, You know what I'm saying? You should have called me, dog. I would have been in the video, man. But nah, the video was dope, bro. I checked it out, man. Um, I think that you are inspiration, bro. Everything that you that you dive into, you go hard with. You know what I'm saying? The part of Zola, uh, ATL Homicide, and then you go into the music industry. I mean, you. you you all over the place, you know what I'm saying? But you're going hard, and uh, you know, we can't come on, but respect that though. You know, appreciate that, man. I see you, Freak. But I heard uh, there's something else church. that could possibly be on the road, on the way. Yeah. I heard there's something else that's possibly on the way. Yeah, 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 yeah man. Um, I actually want to gauge the rule. How many of y'all heard of like Harry Belafonte and his legacy and contribution to civil rights and everything going on? Of course, of course. And I think it's long overdue for like an episodic, like a TV show that's autobiographical about him and his story because it's it's off the chain. Like reading his memoir and his autobiography, always somebody I looked up to, but I never knew how in the trenches he was. And you get a general understanding, depending on how conscious your village is that's raising you, that shit was real back then. But you understand that these people were putting their lives on the line, not just their careers, but their lives on the line. And the kind of conduit that he was between the Kennedys and, and MLK and the entertainment industry and the Frank Sinatra's and the Elvis Presley's, he made a lot happen, man. He, he was a brain trust for the March on Washington. Uh, he helped raise like millions of dollars, which back then was a lot of money so that thousands of students could pour into Birmingham, could pour into someone, could pour into some of the most hateful places in the South because those are places that needed to be attacked. But that cost money to bail people out of prison, to, to do all the things that needed to be done. So I feel like it's long overdue to tell the story. So and I would love to be a part of it. If you grow your hair, do you have to get a perm? 
I mean, I had to get the front. I had to get the front. No disrespect to Mr. Belafonte. I had to do the whole situation like that. Oh, damn, man. Uh, if, if y'all know any makeup artists, it's real in the industry like that. Yeah, you had to get that you. Yeah. yeah. We, we saw your first hey, uh, hat that, 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 too. That, that, that you was hot back in the gym. Yeah. I we man, saw I was I'm getting there ball now. That's why I'm half fishing. I would have needed Goron. Who was it? Goron Brothers. <laughs> Brothers back in the day because I ain't going out there with the moon, the moon skate shit. I'm going to have one. So let's get into Pretty Fly Society real quick before we get into some audience participation. So tell us about tomorrow that we got and then also what's coming in September. Uh, okay, so tomorrow, uh, alongside Media Day, is Swim. And Swim is Houston Summer Fashion Show. It's a promotional show. Uh, as Angelo said, we just want to introduce ourselves. Um, it's going to be activated here in the lobby, but we're going to, if you've ever been to a regular fashion show, you kind of haven't been to ours. And the reason why I say it that way is production-wise, you're going to see a lot of live videography happening, which normally they don't let happen on the runway. Normally you gotta get out the way, so on and so forth. Not when we do things. So the models will be profiled. There'll be we got four different designers. One's out of Minnesota. Um, R and R's out of Minnesota. Leo Loyal's out of Washington D.C. Um, Senko Athletics is Los Angeles slash Atlanta. And then we have 86 and 90 out of Houston, Texas. So we have four different designers. Um, I mean, I think you guys will really enjoy it tomorrow just to see us work in real time. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. So let let let's see in here who really feels like they know Houston. So we need a few volunteers who say they really know Houston. All right. We got we got a couple hands. All right. So can we can we get y'all here um, near near the middle somewhere? Who else? I saw her rap to the most. Yeah, she was rapping most of the time. All right. So we got a few. Who else? We got one, two, three. We she need five. So, because I, because I drunk uh, you from Mosey? What? Hey, hey. Come on, let's get it. Let's get it. Come here. Come on, 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 come if you lose, you take a shot. Who else in it? We need, we need two more. Uh, we got one right here. Ain't that the single? Oh, gosh. Oh, man. We need two more. We need two more. Come on. Hey, yo. Come on. Do the single. One, two, three. Who else we got? I'm 
we invited a few of y'all to get on the mic also because this is also a freestyle session. Because y'all know when this come on, you already know what's about to happen.
Let's hear it. Love it, man.